I feel like our intro is too long. I, I might have like to fix that. A little bit of music, like a little beep boop, a deep boop. I know, I know. And and Colin is just that. Yeah, that was that. Can we have you record that? I mean, <laughs> we obviously just recorded it. Exactly we'll like that. Cut it out and uh, add that for our new theme music for Age of Geek. So this is the Age of Geek podcast. Welcome, everybody. Hello. And this is a very special episode. Because Blake and I are taking over Age of Geek tonight. I know Age of Geek just started, but we're rebranding again. <laughs> we are. That's, that's it. It's oh, over. We're it's rebranding. Over. It is now Blake run, and Jake's guys. Hot yeah. Cakes. Yeah, it was a good run. Two episodes. They were pretty solid. I think yeah. they were okay. But episode sure. three is going to blow everybody's minds. But yeah, Blake and Jake's Hot Book Takes. That's where I, it's at. I went to write for our names... Uh, Hobbs and Stoof. Yeah. And I was Apparently like, Apparently, how we are known now. I was like, You can't do that. That's literally the name of this episode is Blake and Jake. It doesn't work if it's Hobbs and Jake's yeah. hot book takes. It's just, yeah. a, it's because the rhyming is what makes it work, Steph. Yeah. Without the rhyming, this would make no sense. <laughs> yeah. Th- none of this is going to make any sense at all without the rhyming. Well, but, and also those are your real names too. So, <laughs> so yeah, there are real names. And when we first talked about doing this show, we talked about making sure that everybody on here would also have the same birthday that we have because we share a birthday. Yeah, Blake and Jake do share a birthday date. Yeah, date. Yeah. yeah, date. We're we're like a decade apart. Yeah, but I don't like to bring that part up. It's just yeah. January 9th. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't necessarily going to put the date out there, but now everybody knows. So they can send out birthday presents. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. See? I know someone who could be on your podcast. Uh, our dog, Wally. Also has the same birthday. Yep. Oh, also. so so sh- should <laughs> so, Steph and I leave and you guys bring in Wally? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how the conversation goes. We'll, we'll determine like halfway point if it's time to bring in Wally to replace okay. Steph and Marley. We'll okay. let you know. We'll see how it goes. Great. So if you have a January 9th birthday and you would like to be on this show, let Blake or me know. Yeah. You know, join our Discord. Just drop us a message and say, hey, we should make that a channel like the January 9th birthday January club. 9th. No. Oh yeah. My gosh. And it'll be private and only January 9th. You'll have to like show us a driver's license. Wow. Yeah. They have to like prove certificate, their so birthday. Security number, yeah. credit card number. It's the ultimate in geek gatekeeping is like by your birthday. That is what we're striving for at Age of Geek. That's right. All geeks welcome as long as you have the same birthday. It's fine. Wow, you guys have fun on your Discord. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say we should make a a Discord channel about people who want to be on the Age of Geek Discord and what they'd like to talk about. You mean on the show? Because people in Discord are already going to be on the the Discord. You know what I'm... Yeah. Of I'm course, I do. Discord, but I have like to be on the Discord. <laughs> I'm here to be on the Discord. Here, on the Discord. Oh, reasons I'd like to be on the Age of Geek Discord. Well, you're already there, my friend. So, <laughs> and last thing we do is evict anybody from our Discord. Um. <laughs> Too soon, Jake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
So this this is our first hot book takes episode, and we talked about doing this because Blake and I like a lot of the same books. We enjoy. That's some of debatable the same if you like if you we, like them. We read the same books. We read the same books. Well, I mean, by, we'll for find the out tonight if we like them. Yeah, I guess that's that's where the hot takes come in, whether or not yeah, we yeah. like them. Yeah. yeah. And and our first episode was originally going to be about how excited we were about Pierce Brown's announcement at San Diego Comic-Con that he's doing two more books in the Red Rising series. Woot loot. But Blake had a hot take on that hot take. That that's not a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just we're excited. It's just news. <laughs> announcement. It's just news. Yeah. Exciting news, but just news. I mean, maybe it's a hot take if you're like those books sound lame oh but yeah that's just the wrong take wait yeah that's this... just a wrong take yeah it's it's a cold take yeah we're definitely not gatekeeping here um is book six due out the 20 in 2023 or 2023 yes uh... in may i think march yeah. may or march you guys should one of the months that starts with them yeah. you guys yes. should email him and see if he'll release it on january 9th Nothing would, would make be me perfect. happier. Yeah, that would be great. We would love that. We're both fans of the Red Rising series. So that is one that we've read that we both, that we enjoy. both enjoy. Yeah. You Although know, I haven't made it through four and five yet. I'm still working through four. Oh. Oh. Do you borrow them? them? I've got them That's right That's not a hot here. take. The fact that he's reading them <laughs> is not a hot take. Yeah. Do you guys the... not know what a hot take is? The fact that he hasn't read them yet. My well, that's been but, out for years. Well, they, I have a problem with them though, and and you can see them really well in hot Marley's picture. It's this isn't a hot take either. <laughs> I, I don't want to just I don't want to like build this up. We're gonna get to the hot take in just a second, Steph. I promise. <laughs> but but when you look at them on Marley's shelf, you can see the first three are the same size, <laughs> same scheme. Like they look like they belong together. And then four, five, not so much. Maybe when on? they come out with the paperbacks, they'll be, because the first ones are all paperbacks. Like and there's a yeah. covers. It looks like those Jake are paperbacks. Oh, is he that has, what those are? He has the this paperback. This is a paperback, Blake. That's a hot take. Here's a hot take. I don't know what the difference is. Here's a hot take. This is a paperback book. Well, right, now, now that we've given a lot of examples of what a hot take isn't. You know, I just I just have to point I have to point something out real quick. I feel like like I love this idea of you guys talking about the books that you both read have read, but did you guys know that Stephanie and I do the exact same thing? So, like, maybe Wait, we should on. have our own hot take. Your guys' names. Your names. Your names we're don't gonna, rhyme. We're going to take over. Like, can we go back a second? <laughs> you and Steph talk about the books that Blake and I read, too? Yeah, no. We're, we're, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> I would, too, if I were you. We're going to make Steph and Mars hotter book takes. <laughs> That'll never sell. That name we, just doesn't sound cool at all. We read like all the same books. And it's probably because we share audiobook accounts and just take turns reading them or listening to them. But you know what I mean? Well, here's a hot take. That's called stealing when you share accounts <laughs> like that. Wow. Marley's is from the library. 
It's oh, free, so it doesn't so. count. It's, it's, so. it's free, so it doesn't count. That doesn't work. Like, if you go and you borrow a book from the library and you never return it, that is not, like, okay. But it's also trades because we share another account. So she has access to one of my TV subscriptions. So right. I have I have her book subscription. Also so it's like a trade. I don't, I don't, also not theft. Are we really going to, like, admit to these crimes on podcasts? <laughs> I didn't mention what the TV subscription was. It doesn't... They post. Leave this part out. (laughs) We are post. It's not a crime, Blake, because she didn't mention what the subscription service is. I just robbed from this house. I didn't say which house it was. Yeah, so it's fine. Robbed, Blake. You get the benefits of this shared account too. So I don't want to hear you complain anymore. I don't think I watch anything on the service that we're talking about. I but I can't say it because then it's a crime. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to incriminate anybody. Takes and stop yeah. committing the crime. All right, all right. Tell so, us more, Blake. You did have a hot take I that did. you shared with Steph. I did. What? What? Why don't you share that with me now? Even though she shared it with me already. Spoilers. For you. Wait. What? It was just spoilers for you, but not the people listening. Oh, yeah, okay. they don't know yet. We haven't spoiled it for them yet. Okay, here's my hot book take. My hot book take is that a audiobook narrator can make the book better than it actually is. So specifically, and this is what got me fired And this up. is specifically the Stormlight Archives. Yeah. Yeah, because the way Steph presented it was no, you said it. I think that yeah. they just wouldn't be as good mm-hmm. if not for the narration. Mm-hmm. And I stand by it. <clears throat> yeah, see, and I think you're wrong. I think they're really. I let me let me say, I love the narrators. Michael Kramer, Kate Redding are incredible narrators, and they did a great job with that. And they do a good do job. You know they're married. Yes. Hmm. Everyone knows that. I didn't. That's cute. I didn't know who they were. Till <laughs> Even I knew that day. stuff. You Come did on. not. But I enjoyed. They they also did the narration for the Robert Jordan Wheel of Time series, which I had not listened to. Me but I've heard, they, I've heard good things. Yeah, and I think they're great narrators, and I think they do a really good job. However, Way of Kings is one of the best books I've ever read. Period. And I actually read it before I listened to it. And I think it's a great book mm-hmm. on its own without the narration back i haven't steph, read sorry i was looking at the steph, book he's narrated because i haven't read a single one steph's changing the screen and i don't but know what's happening marley he does in the future uh record in an akatar book <gasps> oh so it sounds like they're gonna do a full um what's a full cast for one of them or at least switch narrators remind me his name again who that we're talking about so, michael kramer is the narrator thank yeah. you i'm gonna so look is, this up is Wally busy right now? Like hey, we can get him, right? right? <laughs> hey now. Okay, I have a question about our hot book take episodes. Okay. Okay. Are they spoiler free or can we say anything we want? Ooh. That's a tough question. I don't know. Like I'm I'm really torn here. So I do I do a movie podcast as all of you hopefully know movies that make us and by all of you I mean the people listening at home as well please I know about it I've never heard this is this new it is it's new it's only been around for like three years okay um but 
uh, and we do spoilers on there all the time. Like we're like, yeah, listen, if you're listening to this, we're going to spoil the movie. But we also talk about a lot of movies that are pretty old. We but sometimes also, even with the new ones, we do it. We also do spoilers on our uh, prestigious podcast, um, Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Yes. The hot takes on video games. Well, then I'm going to say that. But, I but, can... but, but I don't know on books. I feel like there's like sacred ground. Like you've got to be careful because people, you never know when somebody's going to read a book. That's true. And that kind of limits us then if we put in the title like Hot Book Takes. They don't know what book we're going to talk about. And if we start out and we're like, Darth Vader's his dad. Yeah. That could be yeah. upsetting. What? Yeah, exactly. Maybe you should announce when you're going to do a spoiler and then allow people time to uh, fast forward if they'd like to. Is that oh. is that an option? Do people do like spoiler? I guess you call them like spoiler warnings. Would that be a thing? Yeah, like for those who haven't read the Wheel of Time books, I'm about to spoil that the main character is actually a newt. That's that's not true for people that haven't read Wheel of Time. Just so you know. Okay, I say I say we have mild spoilers. Okay, nothing mild that, spoilers. Nothing that will be like groundbreaking. But right, we like, will discuss characters. We will discuss. Yeah. But like a big twist or something like, yeah. oh, this person did this. Like, yeah, we can't do yeah. that. Okay, I think I'm that's fair. I think that's I fair. Um, listeners for being part of this planning meeting with us. I listen, it's our this first is, episode. It's our first episode, and this is charming. It's charming AF. It's charming, charming American Fork. That's what this is. <laughs> so, uh, back to Michael Kramer and, and uh, Kate Redding. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found a book that they did that they narrated together that I have read and really enjoyed, and I did not realize that these are the same people that we're talking about. And which book is it? It's called A Conjuring of Light. It's the third book in the Shades of Magic series by V.E. Mm-hmm. Schwab. But they didn't, um, it's the third book, but they didn't read any of the other? first two. No, because it was, um, it, it was different uh, characters um, being like the main people. They've got range. They can do any characters. They're very talented. Let me, yeah. I'm actually going to look and see who is the main. Oh, no, I guess they did. Um, why is. This didn't list it, but I guess, no, they did do it for, for the rest of the series. The first book was one, it was just the one main character and only one narrator. And then the second and third books, that's when it split off and they had another character's perspective who's a woman. So then they brought in her as well. Mm. And I actually really, yeah, I really enjoyed um, them. So that's, that's fun to know that we have that connection now. Yep. Hmm. We're, we're connected. Hmm. Cause I right. loved that series. It's super good. I feel like Blake had a mild spoiler he was going to share as part of his hot book take. Oh, I just think. Okay, this is another hot take. (laughs) (laughs) I think Brandon Sanderson sucks at character writing. What? His characters are boring. What? And I think, okay. With exceptions. With exceptions. Okay. Okay. And I think I enjoy their narration because he brings they the two of them bring his characters more to life for me in their okay whereas i I think if i was just reading it they would fall flat i think i i'm having a hard time with this because you know you know i'm one of the big brando sando fandoms i know you are like it is refer to him by his proper name branderson 
we he goes by a lot of different names. Okay, just, okay. Side note too, I have read both eras of Mistborn. Okay, I finished Warbreaker, and I'm now reading Rhythm of War. So I feel like once I've done that, I've read all of them because nobody likes Elantris. I like Elantris, but but here's 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 the problem. Don't listen take? to Elantris. Because the narrator on Elantra sucks. See, and that's where you say it's like flipped. You're like, yeah, the book that's, is that's where I would agree with you. The book is good. It's not his best work because it was like his first published yeah. novel. Yeah. But like, it's not a bad book. But the narration just sucks on the audiobook. So I, yeah. I like, so I agree with your take, generally speaking. I just have a hard time with it with Sw- Stormlight to say like they wouldn't be good. If not for the narrators, okay. I would. I didn't say that. I think they would be good. Okay, I think the they would be as would good, better. And you okay. think Branderson sucks at writing characters? I think. <laughs> yeah, Elantris isn't going to change your mind on that. By the way, <laughs> his characters are not great in Elantris. I'll be honest. So my hands down, my favorite Sanderson book is Warbreaker. Okay, it was so freaking good. Is that the one I'm supposed to read? That's the one I want you to start. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I kind of think that would be, like, the best one to start a Sanderson journey. Because mm-hmm. if you don't like Warbreaker, you're not going to like anything else he does, in my opinion. Well, it, and Warbreaker is interesting because a lot of the other books tie into some things in Warbreaker. Mm-hmm. But in a way that you don't know, which is cool. Right, right. Because if you read Stormlight and you don't read Warbreaker, you're not going to miss anything. Yeah. But if you read Warbreaker and then read Stormlight, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, which is cool. And so that's yeah. where I think he shines. He shines at at storytelling and world building and yes. interweaving things. Where he falls flat for me is he has a lot of protagonists in each story with similar names. Where they all start with a K, Kaladin, yeah. Black, Kelsier, yes, yeah. And so it gets a little confusing, but I think a lot of them are very similar to each other and they have similar story arcs and, and, and similar personal things that they're trying to overcome. And it kind of gets dry after a while for me. This is really hard for me because I really, really enjoy Sanderson, and you know that. But I'm having yeah. a hard time coming up with an argument that counters what you're saying right now. Because <laughs> when I think about when I think about Kaladin, Kelsier, I like they do have very similar challenges and very like none of his protagonists are just naturally happy. Yeah, and it none drives me nuts. Yeah, and with few exceptions. None of them are very confident. That's and true. One of my favorite series, Red Rising, the main character in that, Darrow, literally, he only has like one example in the second book where he's like, kind of has a moment where he's like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. But for the, like the rest of the series, he's like, I'm doing this. This is my way. Whether it's right or wrong, I'm confident that this is my path. And with Sanderson's books, a lot of the protagonists constantly are like i'm not sure should i do this maybe yeah i don't know yeah and that's where for me that repetition gets kind of old and having somebody 
give it a different flavor, a different tone sure. when they're saying that same message over and over again. That makes it better. I can't wait to get well, all the Anderson F boys in here telling you how. Oh yeah, you no. Are. Okay. Here's oh my the, goodness. I need to call them F boys. I'm sorry about that. Here's yep. the other um, thing, fanboys. We're not editing out the word fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, just to be clear. I just gonna say I meant fanboys from the very beginning. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I also will 100% admit that I'm in the minority and people love Brandon Sanderson. And That's why it's a Well, and I have a hot yeah, sorry, go ahead Jake. And, and then and I have a hot that, take I, I well, want to talk ahead, about. Marley. We'll we'll let we'll we'll get a Marley hot take in yeah. here. Go ahead. So, just hearing you guys talk about these characters and the similarities between them and even their names sounding like starting with the same, you know, consonant and all of that like my hot take is how am I trying to phrase this essentially what I'm wondering is did you guys listen to the audiobook for this particular one you're talking about or did you or did you read it in a, in a physical book because with audiobooks I know for me sometimes especially when you like first start a book and you don't know these characters hearing somebody that has too similar of a name it's easy to get them mixed up with who they're talking about and if they all sound the same and they're kind of similar i don't know about i don't know about you guys but it sounds like for me i would get like super confused with who they were talking about at a given time but like when you're sitting there reading a physical book you can like flip back pages and it's a lot easier to be like oh who's who's this kerrigan guy or whoever you know it is but with yeah. audiobooks, it's kind of hard to like, oh, stop, rewind, figure out where they talked about it. So what what helps is like with these series. So when we're talking about like Kelsier and Kaladin, they're in two different series. So they're not oh, overlapping. Okay. And so we don't, but, but I've been there too. I mean, a good example, uh, gosh, I was thinking of one in Harry Potter, but it slipped my mind but anyway but yeah it can happen where like you're hearing the name over and over and you're like who's talking right now who are we talking mm -hmm. yeah well and then not only does he do that with characters he does that with with like peoples in the stories like yeah like when i first started stormlight i was like okay so you have light eyes and you have dark eyes but right they're all people from from aleph Al aleph I, I always yeah. want to say elokar because that's the king but yeah yeah and then you have Parshman, who are their, like, slaves. And then you have Prashendi, who are also Parshman, but they're not. And so he does that even with, like, peoples in his world building mm -hmm. that he does. And so I agree, Marley. For me, I've only ever done the audiobooks. I've never had, like, the physical copies. And Jake, in his physical copies, doesn't he have, like, a like an index in the back? that like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got an index, a glossary, yeah. a pronunciation guide, like, all of that. Yeah. All so the I stuff you expect from an epic fantasy book right yeah. so yeah. um and it is i so i read i read each of the stormlight books i've read when they came out and then i've listened to the audiobook um but i haven't read the physical all of the physical mistborn books i've listened to all of them um but mistborn era 2 is interesting though i was thinking when you were talking about all of them not being confident because i feel like that kind of bucks the trend a little bit with Wax and which Wayne. Is, which is why Mistborn Era 2 is my favorite 
Mistborn, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. I love it way more than the first era because the first, mm-hmm. the first era, I, I get it. They're in a world that's all like covered in gray ash, but they don't have to have the characters feel like everything is covered in gray ash. Bad. All the time. And yeah. Vin is Vin, the main character. She's the protagonist, right? Yeah. You would. You would. Yeah. There's many protagonists, but I would say she is the main of the. First yeah. She era. is the main protagonist for sure. She's just like constantly. Every chapter is like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I don't know if I can do this. I'm not strong yeah. enough. And it is it is a cool story to see her overcome those struggles. Spoiler. <laughs> but yeah. she doesn't end up sad at the end. No, surprisingly. But as a as a person, if I think if I were to be reading that over and over again, I'd be like, you know what? This is making me sad. I don't care about this. Yeah. But Michael Kramer, as he narrates it, for me, kind of hooked me in. See, All and right. I feel I, I like I like the Mistborn narration, but I do miss it, that Kate's not part of it. I it's just Michael Kramer. Okay, let's see just if we because can branch... I don't like how he does women's voices sometimes. Oh, that's a good okay. Let's see if we can branch out a little past Sanderson. Um <sighs> sorry. I'm sorry. We're gonna see if uh I wore my Sanderson shirt just to talk about this. Go ahead. Go ahead, Steph. I I was just going to say, I do think that that is like a super valid point. I was going to bring up a specific book and maybe I will in a bit. But when male narrators do female voices or when female narrators do male voices, I feel like sometimes it can take me out of it. And I think it's funny because I feel like Blake doesn't like it when women do men's voice and I don't like it when men do women's voices. Um, Not that I don't like it, but sometimes it takes kind of can take you out of it a little bit because you're like, that's not how they sound. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it can, um, in the wheel of time series, there's a lot of parts where, where Kate Redding is doing. So typically in these longer fantasy books, when they have a male and they've got a female narrator, they kind of wait until they have a chapter that the main point of view is female or the main point of view is male. And that's kind of when they switch off a little bit, Mm -hmm. at least that's how they do it in wheel of time and how they do it in the stormlight archive. But there will still be male characters that they're interacting with. And all of her male characters, I'm like, just stop. But his girl characters aren't any better. They're <laughs> like, they do this like high, like, I don't know, weird voice. It's I don't like it. I don't I don't like it at well, all. Well, and I've been re-listening to the first Red Rising. And I'm sorry, Blake. I'm gonna talk about don't Tim you dare Reynolds a little bit. Tim Jared Reynolds. Whatever. Um <laughs> And his, Get it right. His Mustang voice isn't bad, but like I feel like when he does women's voices, he does it with the British. Like he does kind of yeah. a more lilt in it to make it more feminine, which is interesting because on Mars you wouldn't think there's those kinds of actors. But, but it's not just the female voices though. He does that with a lot of the high gold voices. That's true. I guess it's more Mustangs does stick out more than the others. Yes. Yeah, I, but I feel like there's again, no like, again right. that's him adding a performance to it because her character is supposed to. She's the daughter of the governor. She's supposed yeah. to be very prim and proper and posh. Whereas, and, and so as a performer, I think he's adding that to the story. Severo was a very unrefined British accent. Yeah, it's a very different sounding accent. And the Reds all have Alabamian accents. Although, yeah, <laughs> not true. <laughs> The Reds all sound like the Beatles. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like there's no there's no right answer though because like I'm thinking back on different books 
that I've read. And even just this one series that I just read where it was a, it was the male character and he was the narrator and he would do the female voices too. And it just, it did bug me. Um, especially because one of the female voices, she was like a, like a little bit younger teenager. And so he would try to like make the female voice even like younger and he kind of has a deep voice. So it just sounded so odd. Yeah. But, but then like, yeah, you like think of other books and you're like, oh, this narrator does it really well, or I don't mind this one. And so like, I feel like, I feel like it's just what it is. It It's hard. I, I felt like. When I listened, so there are two audiobooks that the narration really, really ruined it for me, and they had something in common. I think when you get outside of having two narrators at the most, when you kind of almost get into like a full cast type recording, I don't like it. That's I don't what I was going to bring up next. Like, do we think full cast recording should? Yeah. Be so that that and now is that thing. is that it switching ruins it. That's so like that switching, switching voices within a chapter within yeah. a chapter okay yeah. no yeah. i don't like that either well, if it even, switches off in the chapter i'm fine with that well and even even if they don't switch off in the chapter so for example if you've listened to the six of crows book yeah um they have different different narrators doing the each of the main characters and so when the chapter is named for that main character that's who's reading the chapter but then they're doing the voices of the other characters throughout. And so the the main the main guy, the leader of their gang, I can't remember his name right now. And I'm really sorry um, that I don't remember. Kai, uh, it starts with a K. Yeah. Kaladin. No, no it's, it's like a Kaladin. short name. It's like uh, K, K, Kai. Uh, it's going to bug me now. I watched this. I watched the um, Shadow and Bone TV series. That's the only reason I know. Kaz. 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 Yeah, so his voice sounds different from each of the like seven narrators that they have and that drove me nuts throughout the whole book. Like that was my biggest struggle with that book. But the other one that I just really couldn't stand was Dune. I was the about audio. to say that. What, I was really? about to say that because yes. Dune Okay. I cannot stand Dune. And it's I think it's because I've only ever tried that one audio book where they have the full cast i think if i got the actual book and sat down and read it i'd finally realize the magic that is dune i don't know i don't know, I don't know. so i agree the 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 audiobook just is so hard to get through because yeah. that's all i've listened to but i i did go on and listen to dune messiah because i'm like maybe it gets better in the next book paul's just kind of a dick that's the biggest <laughs> problem with dune. like i just don't like the main protagonist like i'm like this guy's just awful i don't i don't want him to succeed in any way that's so funny so, i am so curious where's my hot take on doom <laughs> when when eventually you get to um the red rising books four and five and you do the audio version i'm so curious to know what you think so i'm reading i'm i'm listening to uh, number four right now oh okay okay and i know that it has more than one narrator and that's hard for me because i love i love the narrator in the red rising trilogy well have you, have you i think know how they call cassius cassius yeah i don't like that at all well man. i think that the the difference though with um like a series um and how 
like Red Rising and how the characters are broken up versus like something like Six of Crows, like you were just explaining with like Kaz's character, is that in Red Rising, most of these um, characters that have their own narrator and their own set of chapters, they don't really mingle a lot. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to hear Darrow's voice for somebody else that is an you know what i mean like you don't you don't get that crossover from chapter to chapter whereas it sounds like with six of crows those group of people are together for a lot of the time so the it, time. it's like it's like it doesn't make sense to switch off then it's more like a table reading and less of an audiobook yeah, yeah. exactly so like i feel like red rising does a good job of that in in that sense um, because they don't, they don't cross over the characters. They don't really. So you don't have to worry about that. So what is the best audio book that you guys have listened to where like the narrator just made it so much better? Um, I will listen or to narrators. I don't want to, you know, whatever. Let me see. I was looking at this. I, so I'll go first while Steph looks that up. I will read anything that the Red Rising guy. In fact, if I go to Audible, I won't search by author. I'll search by him. And yeah, and like, just read I'll, any of the books. I'll, like, he... I'll read. He could read me the phone book, and I would be happy. Um, so that one is definitely like number one. But I was telling Steph before we started this, I pulled up like all my favorite. I, we've got little tabs open for all my favorite um, audiobook narrators, and my very first. I remember this very vividly. My very first audio book that I like listened to, listened to was um, Aragon. And okay. I think the guy that narrates that does a really good job. And I, maybe that's because I was like a kid when it came out. I don't know. I was like 12. I don't know. But it was just like a new way to consume literature. And he just really brought those characters to life for me. And so I would definitely say, Maybe it's like nostalgia for me, but he's up there for like narration. Yeah. Um, Steph, have you found or Marley? Yeah, I, I found one. I oh, sorry. No, go for it. Okay, um, one that that first came to mind. I mean, there's been a lot of them that I've liked, or just you know, I find like set like yeah, sure that that one was good. I'd have no complaints. But the one that really stands out to me is James Marsters. Um, he does the Dresden Files by um, by Jim Butcher. If and you guys don't know, he's also Spike from Buffy. The I was going to say he's also well known as Spike. Yep. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like, I think I've only listened to a couple of the Dresden Files uh, books. Um, I, I love them; they're great. I highly recommend. But the, um, especially like talking with some of the people who've read um, like all of them, they everybody will agree that like James Marsters. The way that he presents this this main character, Harry Dresden, he plays like a detective. He's a wizard. Um, he's really just kind of rough and gruff. Like, it's almost like that is him. Like, he becomes that character. Mm -hmm. And so, like, to hear if they're, if, like, if they ever changed narrators, I would probably stop reading because I'd be like, no, this isn't Harry Dresden. This doesn't, this doesn't make sense. You know, so I think like I like um, I, I like uh, narrators that like they get into it, you know, and, and then they become like well known and like they kind of just like um, become that character. I really like that. And I've even came across him in some other fantasy books that I've read. Um, 
he showed up in um the queen of air and darkness which is like the um dark artifices series it's they're part of the city of bones cassandra mm-hmm. claire like that whole universe and so it's it was just kind of fun to be like harry dresden is that you like i had to like look it up and confirm and i was like oh that is james marster so it's kind of fun to to hear him and some other things like he, he is recognizable i think yeah uh, my fave, I think, is probably Julia Whelan. She does a lot of um, kind of romancy, probably books, fiction. Um, like she did, she does almost everything's by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So like Evelyn Hugo, uh, Daisy Jones and the Six, Malibu Rising. She's mm-hmm. done a bunch like Beach Reads, um, book lovers. She, she's done like uh, three hundred ninety-five Audible titles. So she is well known and good at what she does. And her, I. Evelyn Hugo was probably one of the first audiobooks I ever listened to. And it's just lovely and fantastic. And she adds a lot to it, I think. So she's I, got a she's got a good variety. Yeah, she has range. So yeah. I enjoy Julia Whelan a lot. I've read I, a lot of these. I think you've all mentioned great narrators. Uh, I'm gonna assume Seth, I haven't heard any of her books, but I, I mean, have listened to a couple of almost four hundred, so she's probably pretty good. Yeah, so she sounds like she's amazing, but I I love um, I love the Dresden File books. I love uh, the Red Rising books and the narrator there. Uh, and so, for me, someone that just made a huge, huge difference on a series that I had listened to, and then they did it, and I listened again, and it was just so so much better. This is gonna be a hot take, and it's gonna make somebody mad, and I don't care. Tolkien's stuff is fantastic and amazing and everything else. It is also incredibly boring and hard to get through just period. And the audiobooks, the old audiobooks that have been around for a really, really long time were so hard to listen to. Like they were just painful to listen to. But recently Andy Serkis went oh. through and read the Hobbit and then the Lord of the Rings trilogy and they are so much better. Like, it is, <laughs> like it sucks you in, and he is these characters, and it's just so That's, so much better. Does he do Gollum's voice? Yes, he does Gollum's of voice. He does. Gollum. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I, I mean, obviously, it's, oh, there's there's Smeagol, there's Gollum, and it's awesome. Love but it. but well, like, it makes such a huge difference. That's a good segue, and probably like prob- to one of probably the last things we'll talk about in this episode. What I want to call the super this pet Steph's hot takes. Yes, we don't, we don't decide super, what it's the last thing that the, we're talking about. That, that, that uh, it's the super pets paradox, where <laughs> did, you just, did you just coin that term? I sure did. That's not a thing. That's having a star read a book make it. Okay, you have more... to explain the super okay. pets. Thing. You get this. <laughs> Great. You can just make that and then be like, everyone's familiar with everybody knows the super pets paradox. Come sorry, on, Blake. sorry, you don't have to explain that. Never mind. Okay, okay, the super pets paradox. Uh, super pets was a DC film, cartoon film released this year recently. Okay, I and... don't know that you have to explain it that in depth, but okay, so in, wow. ni- in 1938, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster created a character named Superman. Okay, so uh, the animated gosh. film that came out this year starring The Rock, Kevin Hart, Natasha Leon, um, who else was in it? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. J- uh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski, um, Jam- Jamila Jamil. So, like, it has star power behind it. 
Um, and a lot of people are saying that they should have just gone with voice actors instead of getting all these stars, that that's kind of more like a money grab to get people's, to get butts and seats by having these big names, even though it's just their voices. And there's actually professional voice actors and actors are not voice actors. So ipso facto does, <laughs> does having a star narrate a book make it more desirable to read? And I'll go first. <laughs> I recently read. Thanks, thanks for joining us on Steph's Hot Book Takes. <laughs> I recently read The Dutch House by Anne Pachette, um, and it was narrated by Tom Hanks. And this is a hot take. It wasn't my favorite. Well, you don't like Tom Hanks. I don't dislike Tom Hanks. I see. Here's the thing. I think if you like the person, you it, would be biased. Okay, towards... that's a little it bit depends. accurate. It depends on the celebrity and the book that they're doing. I listened to Alan um, Alan Alda's book and I loved it. And well, wait, that was his and he book. He narrates it. Yeah, yeah. Alan, it's his, yeah, it's okay. his autobiography. Okay, so I have an example where I like it, and that's Will Wheaton reading Ready Player One. Yes. Okay. And that makes yeah, sense to me uh, because he's a, a nerdy one. person. Yeah. He's, he's literally, I think he's the president in the book, right? Like they, yes. they yeah. make like a little side note. And so I think he's a perfect example of a celebrity, but as much as Will Wheaton could be called a celebrity. I mean, you just did Tom Big Hanks. Bang Theory basically made, I feel like, like no. kind of. No. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> my hot take of the night came from Marley. I now, mean, Will really, Wheaton Big Bang Theory. Without, without that, Will Wheaton. Theory. Not, not the reason he was even on Big Bang Theory because of Star Trek The Next Generation. It's because they'd always talk about him. That's what I was meaning. Marley well, they do, and he makes no appearances on there for sure, but but no, he's he... Star Trek. <laughs> Anyways. Star Trek. You guys got so silent. <laughs> Anyways. I can't wait to watch that back. Will Wheaton is really good in Ready Player One. Yes, he as is. As a celebrity narrator. What's he in? And again? I feel like I feel like nobody's gonna go buy that because it's Will Wheaton narrating it. Whereas people will be like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Super Pets because I like The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really depends. I think somebody would probably listen to a book because it's narrated by Tom Hanks. And I don't know that I would be expecting it to be really great because it's narrated by Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a wonderful actor. And I feel like I've said Tom Hanks too much already, but I'm going to keep saying Tom Hanks now. But he's a really good actor. I don't know that I sat, I've ever sat in one of his movies and thought, I'd really like for him to read me a book. That's <laughs> so fantastic. That's how but, I'm going to start rating movies. Yeah. Would I want this guy or gal to read, to read me, me, a, book? me a book? But I have thought that about Morgan Freeman. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I'd listen to a book narrated by Morgan Freeman. Bedtime depending story. on the book. Yeah. And side note, Henry Cavill reads The Witcher on YouTube. Yeah. And it's pretty good. I'd listen to Henry Cavill read anything as well. Yeah. It's fine. I'm comfortable fine with enough with who I am to say that. Um, but but there are some celebrities that do like Andy Serkis reading Lord of the Rings makes sense. Yeah, because he's tied with Lord of the Rings, and he is a talented voice and everything actor. I mean, yeah. he can do anything. But some other ones that are really good, uh, Stephen Fry has narrated some books. He did the whole Sherlock Holmes. Uh, series, everything, all the Sherlock Holmes books, the complete works, he narrated that, and that was really good. 
Um, and his narration on Harry Potter is way better than the American American version of Harry Potter. That's a hot take. That is people hot. really like that. I know narrative. Stephen Fry's way better. I don't care. Have you listened to Stephen Fry do Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I think I have. Because not, I need to. I really enjoy his performance in it, mm-hmm. but I don't. That book like goes over my head. It was I like much. Hitchhiker's Guide. You do? I, yeah, I do. It's a weird book though. Like I get people that are like, I don't like that. That's understandable. Yeah, his his performance in it is really good though. Yeah, I I think Stephen Fry is an incredibly underrated actor. So for sure. And it also doesn't bother me when they get celebrities to do voice acting in certain movies. I get that there are voice actors that they could hire, but. I think the thing with the Super Pets thing is that it's literally like the entire cast is celebrities. Whereas like, I think the article I read about it is like you have Aladdin and Robin Williams was the celebrity, but you can't name who does Jasmine and Aladdin and all those other I can too. The guy who played Steve on Full House did Aladdin. Yes, that's why he goes by in these latter days of his life. <laughs> okay, I can't remember his name, but I can also name Iago Gilbert Gottfried. That's, that's true. true. I'll give you more of the uh, Super Pets paradox. I don't care that Reese Witherspoon reads the sequel to uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, but I would listen the hell out of um, Tim Curry narrate the first unfortunate events series of unfortunate events book oh for sure yeah there's oh. a sequel to to kill a mockingbird yeah the, yeah there is Night of the watchman yeah it came out a couple years ago and then harper, harper lee wrote died it shortly after yeah like right after it came out yeah hmm. so i think the answer uh, to can celebrities do it is it depends on the celebrity and it depends on the genre and book that they're reading okay. i do have a hot take on on to kill a mockingbird that i'd like to share that i'd like to get blake's input on it's not a book take okay it's still a hot take. Read it, so i don't care okay. the movie <laughs> the movie to kill a mockingbird i watch that and every time i think gregory peck should have played superman at some point oh he looks so much like clark Kent. yeah Superman in to kill a mockingbird as atticus finch yeah i could see it yeah it's He's a shame very attractive. that's not a hot take many people feel that way do you yeah, think that not necessarily think the, Superman, you have to be attractive? Yes, I do. Okay. I mean, you're not wrong. I can't, I can't think of an actor who's played Superman that wasn't attractive. I kind of don't like the guy. Well, I like the guy that's doing Superman and Lois right now. Uh-huh. But I don't think he's very attractive. Who is it? No, he's not the same level as like a Christopher Reeve or a Henry is Cavill. He, is he the one that came from Supergirl? Yes. Yeah. Is it that same Superman? Yeah, same okay. Superman. I like the show. I like the show, and I think he does a good job. But I don't look at him and think, mm, "Give me some of that," the yeah. way I do at Henry Cavill. And Brandon. Yeah. I well, there's few people that I look at and think that like I do with Henry Cavill. It's true. So true. You guys are way more thirsty than Marley and I are on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, only yeah. for Henry Cavill. Like it has yeah. been for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> He's a thirst trap. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's why I don't understand why Warner Brothers doesn't understand the kind of money that he that they can print just by having him play Superman again and again and again. And just let him do it. Just let him write it. No. He's already yeah. a fan of it. He knows the source material. 
I'm ready for him to play Arthur Morgan in a Red Dead series or be or, amazing. Oh, shoot. What's the name character in Bioshock? Booker, Booker. DeWitt. He would be Booker. DeWitt. Booker. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be really Although good. They are making a Bioshock series, and I don't think Henry Cavill's in it. So well, I, think I don't he... think it's Bioshock Infinite, anyways. I think they're do doing Rapture, aren't they? Um, Rapture's better, in my opinion. All right, this is derailed into that's a, a that's a hot take. We're, we're gonna have to change this to Blake and Jake's hot takes, and just and just do whatever we want. Maybe we'll talk about books sometimes. Maybe we'll talk about books, but maybe we'll just have other hot takes. Yeah, like, been, is, we, I'm fine with that. Superman. We've been talking about books this whole time. Well, no, but but I think Blake and I just realized we have a lot of hot takes that aren't book related. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that people gotcha. need to hear. Yeah, yeah. Blake and Jake hot takes is hot takes. like they're people are thirsting for that. That's yes. You two are the thirst traps of our age of geek. The intellectual thirst traps. That's what we are. <laughs> let's tag. Let's our trademark that for sure. Our sexy Christmas. Our sexy Christmas calendar will be out at the oh end of gosh. the year. Yes, it'll be awesome. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see it'll that for awesome. the first time in our relationship. I'm not the more controversial one. I don't think there was I anything controversial about what he said. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> the whole time Jake was like, "I don't know if I could say." That what you're saying is wrong. Nope. Yeah. It's you. You're the problem child this time, and I'm the responsible one. Wow. At least I didn't think that Will Wheaton's famous from Big Bang. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's, I guess That's not what I said. I feel like at the end of these, though, we need to have a conclusion for the hot take. Like, That's not what I said. So, I said I, that boosted him. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a partial agreement i'm going All to right. agree with the principle of what you said that the narration can make a book better okay. but i just think stormlight archive on its own stands and it's really really good okay that, i will accept a draw Would a draw like well, and I were we competing i didn't think we were competing necessarily <laughs> i mean I like i mean we're not competing but also i kind of won Okay, that's fine. If you if it's important to you to win, Blake, I'm gonna let you win. This is well, how our marital fights go. We'll ask we'll ask Marley and Stephanie how they feel the discussion went. Well, I don't think either of them have any credibility. Marley thinks Will Wheaton's famous from Big Bang Theory. Whoa, whoa, that's not what I said. <laughs> Give me my dues. I said he was boosted, but you guys didn't let me. Yeah, but if we asked Stephanie what he originally was in, she would have said Star Wars. So <laughs> that's a good point. Okay. And we all know, we so, all know it was stand by me. Okay. So in regards to that topic, maybe sure. I don't have credibility, but Steph and I have credibility with books Correct. and narrators. So Correct. yeah, there you well, go. Which, which side do you fall on? Do you fall on that a narrator can improve the, the book or whether you, you read it on its own or without a narrator, the, the, what the author wrote stands more proud than the performance i think it certainly helps but i mean if the story is compelling enough and the characters are compelling enough then you can get past annoying narrators i i had to do that for one book um not too long ago it was um the love hypothesis it's not a fantasy book it's it's just like a I don't know well, what I don't know. genre. Like Ro idea, romance, which is the most highly read genre 
in the yeah world. yeah it's a ro- yeah exactly but anyways you don't have to apologize for reading romance by the way there's another hot take for you yeah. thank you i'm pretty sure but the anyways yeah genre but- in the world would be like the bible that's not a genre that's a specific book okay religion I bet people read more thirst trap books, more uh, five chili pepper romance books than they're reading the Bible. Anyways, okay. that's that's for another hot take. Apparently, that's a different. That's a different genre. Is for another post. time. Oh my goodness! But yes. Anyways, Steph, you don't have to look it up right now. I <laughs> I think I I think I'm definitely more on the side that narrators make the book unequivocally unequivocally it's romance according to what how google. do you quantify that how do you just google what genre of book is read the most and the first thing google said is romance all right well i mean google knows stuff i guess all right well <laughs> also i guess it depends on whether you consider the bible to be fiction or non-fiction oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that probably goes into it Steph, what was, what that, was your final thought on that? That's too controversial hot a hot take for I know. We're not handling that hot take. To really not. go into. Yeah. All right. I don't think you're going to like my answer, Blake. Well, no, you're not, not going to like it. <laughs> I don't often read physical books. So. Neither do I. So. Me neither. So I'm not going to listen to something or I'm not going to read something if I don't listen to it. So. Yes. So you don't really, it doesn't really matter too much to you because you're like, I, guess I, I, want, I just have something re- to compare it to then. But I have stopped reading books because I don't like the narrators. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you ever stopped reading a book because you're like, I don't mind the narration, but the book just sucks? Absolutely. Okay. So it goes both ways. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Hot take. so there it goes you go. Both ways. There you go. Hot takes. Make- we go both ways. Yeah, Jake partially agreed, Marley agreed, and Steph goes both ways. That is our hot take <laughs> for the evening. Next next time we do this, someone else has to come up with the hot take. Yeah, we and it may be book-related, it may not, because even though we just barely tonight rebranded the Age of Geek podcast as Jake and Blake's hot book takes, We've we're now rebranding it again. again to Blake and Jake's hot takes. There you go. I like Again, it. thanks for being at our planning meetings, every listener. <laughs> Listen. Again, I think it's charming. I think people really enjoyed it. Okay. If if you did really enjoy this, please send us an email at feedback at ageofgeek.com and let Steph know how much you enjoyed the hot takes tonight. Yeah. Um, And make sure to check out our other podcasts. We have Movies That Make Us released most every Mondays, usually. Yep. Um, Tuesdays is our AOG podcast. Wednesdays, Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Thursday starting up soon. I think it's Thursdays. Mm-hmm. It's going to be um, our Storybot Chronicles. So we have a lot of great content coming at you. Yeah, Storybot Chronicles is really cool. This is where we're experimenting with AI in Storybot Chronicles, and these are children's stories that have been written with the help of AI. It's really great. Brandon Ushio is the host. Uh, he has Storybot that's helping him write the stories. It's pretty that's cool. what's that's what's charming, Jake. That podcast. That, that podcast. <laughs> That podcast is also charming, American. So Ford. charming, I love it. It's just so charming. All right, thank you all for listening thank to our hot listening. takes tonight. We will have more hot takes coming at you. Probably, we're looking like about monthly, maybe every couple months. We'll see we'll if take people over the like show. this. Yeah, if people like this, and we'll do it for sure. But if not, hot take, we'll do it anyway. 
podcast is like a gift basket full of wonderfulness. So uh, it'll always be something good coming for you on Tuesdays. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, I think we're having an episode all about uh, Better Call Saul. Call. Yes. Is that yeah. a book? It no. is a wonderful anime TV series. It's, oh. it's, it's an anime series. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and I'm yeah. the one leading it. Yes. <laughs> like you, Mar. Thanks for listening, you guys. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll see you later. Bye. This has been an Age of Geek media production. 